Welcome into Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts with CPA and Personal Financial Specialist, Phil Putney. Now let's get rolling with today's show. Hey everybody, welcome into Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts. And it's time to talk about having a million bucks and how long it will last us. What's going on, Phil? How are you doing? I'm doing great. How about you? Pretty good. Got a million bucks? <laughs> no, not yet. Working on it. Working on it. The, exactly. the retirement goal, the retirement goal. Right? Retirement goal. That seems to be the common number everyone thinks is it's, a million's it. Once I get a million, I'm done. You know? Exactly. It's Well, you know what? It's it's a nice round number. Right, right. right. It's sexy. I mean, hey, yep, I'm a millionaire, yep. right? Kind of thing. Yep. So, you know, there's a lot of people that really kind of gravitate to that. There was a whole series of commercials around that for a long time. What's your number? And a million, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can remember those campaigns back in the day. What's the number? You know, that was exactly. always the exactly the thing what is that target what do they have to What's have that target, right yeah. so uh, yahoo finance did an interesting study about mm -hmm. cities uh and how how long a million bucks basically would last you right yep so yep. if you live in some of these areas and you're thinking you know in your retirement you know is it going to really be that magic number you know yeah. we talk often about the fact that it's really not about this arbitrary magical number it's really more about right. the income that your lifestyle requires Right. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and that's at the end of the day with any of these, I mean, it's kind of those rule of thumb concept, right? I mean, it's, sure. it's fun to look at and it gives yeah. you some perspective for sure. Yeah. You know, especially if you are considering maybe relocating to another part of the, the country in retirement. Right. Um, right. So definitely will give you some perspective with that, but yeah, yeah, it yeah. and it does put into the perspective that whole concept is a million enough. Right, right. So. And that's always the big target. So let's let's yep. have some fun with this, see where it goes. Now, they look into a couple of things here. They kind of uh, look into the varying cost of living. They factor in some averages on how Social Security would typically play out for longevity. Uh, looks like they're basing this around the average retirement age of 65. Yeah, and I mean, I, I dove into the study a little bit more, and they're, okay. they're using, they're saying 50860 is kind of the average retiree spending okay you know, according to this study the bureau of labor Annually. statistics yep okay um is the base number so to speak they're using and they're saying that the average social security benefit thirteen thousand eighty two. okay so, okay so if you're so kind of their base spending, numbers they're looking at gotcha so if you're averaging spending 50 grand across right. the board mm -hmm. then the other part that i have here which is talking about the expenses i guess that's then what it's costing you to live in these cities correct yeah then they're taking that and adjusting it up or down with inflation or, okay. or cost of living okay based on the different parts of the country you live in so gotcha. yep. all right san francisco uh does not fare well no <laughs> uh, like anybody could guess california you know although it fares better well it fares worse than los angeles which did kind of surprise me actually right yeah that one when i was looking at the study i was really surprised because i didn't expect there to be such a disparity there a million isn't going to last as long because that fifty thousand is no longer 50 it's a lot higher numbers so. yeah so if you're tip if the 50 is the average they're saying one hundred and thirty six thousand dollars is the annual expenses required yep. to live in san francisco at that median lifestyle average that would be for across the country if you were doing the fifty thousand dollars worth of expenses and at retiring at 65 and all that kind of stuff how long would it last you a million bucks last you pretty shocking less than 10 years yeah. <laughs> less than 10 eight, years eight, eight to nine years so i mean if, if that's if that's your goal is to, to live in San Francisco, you might have to look at things again. So if you're thinking about retirement in San Francisco, a million is not going to cut it. No, not at all. Not, yeah. not even close. You're, not you're even close. 
you're getting just into the, the, you know, early stages of retirement, so to speak. Yeah. I mean, now you're out of money. So if you're gambling and you retire at 70 and you're banking on being dead at 80. Okay. Maybe you might, you might make it. You might make it right. You might, you might. Uh, so I mentioned Los Angeles, so let's go ahead. And now Los Angeles, Seattle, DC, Boston, San Diego, they all kind of clocked in there together. Mm -hmm. It was 77 to $88,000 of annual expenses again, versus the 50 that it, it would be, you know, normally. Uh, what's the, uh, what was the, the longevity on that one? So we're saying 13 to 17 years. Okay. So, a little better, which I mean, that's kind of what I would expect it as we looked at California in, in general, you okay. know, obviously a lot shorter time frame because expenses are higher. Right. The San Francisco is that outlier that just is crazy. Uh, so just under 20 years, I mean, a little more respectable, I guess. Yeah. I mean, now right. you're getting kind of close to maybe what that average life expectancy. I mean, in the study they were talking about, you know, average life expectancy being around 79, mm -hmm. you know, okay. retire right. at 65, around 79, 80. So that gives you about 15 years. So yeah, you're, you're getting close, getting you know, close. I mean, well, it, 82 for ladies, 79 for men, I think. Yep. Something like that. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so get a little closer. So maybe doable, the million dollars still, I still feel like you're under, you're, you're yeah. kind of quite get it. So let's go to another couple of big cities here, Portland, Denver, Miami. So now we've got a little bit more of a spectrum. We've got the upper Northwest. Uh, we've yep. got, you know, right in the center. Well, not quite in the center of the country, but we've got Denver. And then of course we've got down South in, in Florida and Miami, uh, 62 to 66 grand of expenses, annual expenses, which I right. actually, that's pretty good for Miami. I would have thought that's not, that's not. Yeah. Bad. Miami kind of surprises me that they're in that category. You know, I yeah. would have expected them to be maybe up a little bit more in that Los Angeles area from a cost yeah. of living, but exactly. Yeah. How long does a million bucks last you in that, in that neck of the woods? So they're saying around 20 years, 20, 22 years, okay. you know, so now, and that's kind of when, when I'm talking in general terms with clients, you know, I'm, I'm always saying you're probably going to be in retirement 20, 25, maybe 30 years. Okay. Obviously, depends on how early you retire. So that a million dollar goal there might be actually pretty accurate because that's going to give you a. I mean, it looks like it's still a, a maybe ten grand or so, ten fifteen grand above that average spending. So you might, right. you know, you might be forced to change your lifestyle just a hair uh, in a couple of those cities. And really, that's kind of again the point of the conversation is, you know, do you want to alter or adjust your lifestyle? you know, in retirement, many people do not want to go backwards. So if you're saying a million bucks is the be all end all Phil, in these first ones we've talked about, you may be kind of paring back your lifestyle of hair to make oh, that dramatically. Threat. Yeah. Cause they're in the study looking at kind of this average retiree spending of in that 50, 51 range and then saying, okay, for that basket of goods, so to speak, that a retiree spends on. Right this is what it costs for that same exact basket in the various cities. Let's look at our neighbors now. Let's kind of bring it in here. Let's talk yep. about Minneapolis and Chicago. Just kidding, guys. Uh, <laughs> so let's talk about Minneapolis and Chicago. Uh, now we're into that $54,000 annual expenses. We're pretty much right yep. there. Seems like yep. this is probably the median. Uh, and we're talking... Uh, yeah, a now now you're talking 25 to almost 30 years. You know, so now you're getting into that pretty workable, what I would consider kind of a longer retirement, you know, yeah. pretty, yeah. On, on the, the long end of a, a retirement, again, if you're retiring at 65 I and mean, that puts you almost to 95. Right. So that's a, now, a so long shot. If I want, you know, you, you have to have the right genes to, to have that happen. But right. I mean, you want to plan that way anyways, uh, to some extent. True. Uh, now somebody listening might say 50, 
$5,000 a year in annual expenses, that just seems too much for me. Or you might be listening and saying, that just seems too little for me, right? Every, again, and this is the whole point, everybody's different. So if you're making, if you've got a million dollars, and we could go back to that 4% rule, that general rule of thumb, a yep. million dollars, you say, hey, you 4%, you pull it out, that's 40 grand a year, right? Yep. That you're taking from your nest egg. Again, you know, are we factoring in Social Security? Now, the study did, but a lot of people use that rule of thumb as that kind of guideline to say, well, if I pull 40 from my nest egg annually and then whatever you know, Social Security makes a difference, mm -hmm. I should be groovy. Right. And you're in that 50, 55 Get range. you in that yeah, 50, 55 range. So. Yeah. Let's jump down to something more like Louisville or Kansas City uh, or Omaha, right? So yep. now you're talking $43,000 is all that's really required annually, again, based on this average set of, of statistics for this study. And now you're up over 30 years, Phil. Yeah, now you're 35, 37 years. So yeah, I mean, it's, you know, not, now you've got a high probability of, of everything working fine. But I mean, the interesting thing to me there, and Detroit actually kind of fits within this because I think around 40, 44. Yeah. You know, so if I look at my clients that, that I work with, I mean, 44 is a an income number. And, and again, the way the study is set up, I'm assuming this is gross. So yeah. you have to take taxes away from that. that. That's a pretty low retirement number. You know, 60 you know, probably up is kind of a net spendable income that I see pretty typical. Okay. All right. You know, meaning that's how much money comes in the house that you can spend on a monthly basis. Right. Right. So well, I find that really interesting then because if that's the case, then it feels like these numbers are low. Personally, I think they're, they're low. Yeah. You know, now I, I guess part of that you have to look at too, is they're looking at kind of a broad brush across the country. Very wide. You very know, wide in typical individuals that work with advisors have money to invest, you know, have some more tax concerns, things like that. So they're probably on the upper end of that, mm -hmm. you know, in their study, um, it, it includes them, but it also includes, you know, the, the people that haven't really saved much. So that's true. Yeah. So, so you've got to kind of take in, I can see if they're looking at that broad stroke of, and that's always the problem with studies, right? Is there, Studies are always based on the average, the broad stroke, and you can't put yourself in the average. You've got to see where do I fit? Right. And, and is the study even applicable to me? Well, you, you know, know? You, you actually hit it. My kind of end goal there with this was at the end of the day, you know, these studies and these averages and so on and so forth, it, it's, it's fine to give you a, a quick working, you know, yep. this is maybe where we want to be as you're still building, in my opinion. Right. But, the specifics of you and your needs and your life is completely different or can right. be. Yep. Absolutely. And that's, I mean, it, it, retirement is individual, right? Is right. what is your picture of retirement? You know, this is great, but the reality, are, are you comfortable with 44,000 a year in Detroit is, you know, if you're yeah. in the metro area, if but, you're down the street there in Beverly Hills or Bloomfield Hills, I just, you know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if your property taxes in some of the, the areas around here are going to eat up a big right. piece of that. So. Yeah. And they're saying 35 years that would last you, which great. I mean, 35 years. I mean, if you retire at 65 based on this number, right. You know, they're basically saying you're hundred, right? So, right. So yeah, you've got, you've got the, the goal now. So that's great because I mean, I think planning to a hundred is a good idea. Uh, because it gives you that padding because, yeah, we're probably not going to live to 100, but there is the offset chance that you could, you know. Yeah. And I mean, that's always a challenge in working with clients, you know, as it kind of relates to this is what is that number? 
you know, how, yeah. how long should we plan for? Um, personally, I kind of leave it up to the client. We'll have that discussion. You know, we'll talk about family history and what they think longevity might be in their, their family, you know, and then my goal when we're planning is I never want to spend all the money, you know? So for right. instance, assuming the wife is the younger, you know, so she's going to live to 90 and, and be the, the surviving spouse. Right. Um, I want to make sure that the money actually lasts to 95 for her, you know, or however that plays out with a couple. Yeah. So yeah. I always like a, about a five-year cushion at the last life expectancy, just in case. When you ask anyone to well, start working through that retirement budget, you know, what do you think right. you spend? And they'll start going through, well, here's my, you know, utility bills and that, the, you know, they, they'll list it out. Yeah. And they might come up with 44, but that's not a reality because what are you making today? Yeah. So personally, how we start that conversation is, We'll pull out a couple of years tax returns and say, okay, well, let's look at the reality. What's going on right. in your return? Right. How much did you earn minus the taxes you paid? Here's the net spendable income you've had over the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. Now, are there some adjustments to make with that? Do you still have, you know, one of the kids in college, let's say, so there's some large expenses there. Or right, right. Made major improvement, whatever it is, there's some large um, unplanned expenses in there. Mm -hmm. Or you've saved a significant amount of money. Do your adjustments there. But at the end of the day, that net spendable income was either spent or saved. There's only two places it goes, right. you know, so. <laughs> exactly. Do people often kind of want some more hard data like that? Do they say, okay, here's all the stuff I've got, Phil. How long is it going to last me? You know, is it going to make it 25 years or whatever? Are they looking for that kind of uh, definitive hard number? And they are. And, and that's, I mean, that's the, the fun part of my job. Because, I mean, a lot of times, you know, we'll meet with prospective clients to begin with and kind of go through their scenarios and, you know, kind of the, the, what do you think, doc? You know, am I going to be okay? Do I, do I have enough to make it through retirement? I'm like, well, right. I don't know. We got to run the numbers and see, you know, let's find out right. a little bit more about your scenario. Right. Map, I mean, and I always joke around and say, I mean, there's no short way around it. There's a lot of math involved. You got to run the numbers. Yeah. You have to build in inflation. I mean, that's always the, the key in there that um, unfortunately a lot of people aren't inflation. In. Yeah. And, and how does that affect it? I mean, it, yeah. it's always shocking when we go through this for clients, when we lay out the, the scenario, because we do cash flow type analysis, we're looking at right. money in versus money out every year through retirement. And if you look at, well, here's that, call it 50,000 base level spending today. Mm -hmm. Okay. So 20 years down the road, just with an you know, average inflation of call it two and a half, three percent all of a sudden that 50,000 is not 50 anymore. It's like a right. hundred. Right, right. You know, yeah. so that's the reality of what you've got to look at, how inflation affects it. All right. So the reality is if you're thinking a million dollars as your target number and you live in the metro Detroit area, according to this study, you might be in pretty good shape. You know, you might be rocking and rolling for 35 years, uh, spending around $44,000 a year. Now, if you want to spend a little more than that, well, you could be peeling some of those years back. But again, it's a general average kind of conversation. You know, it's really about trying to tweak some things. And of course, yep. I feel that's one of the reasons why it's also that your plan should not be a set it and forget it. You don't Absolutely. grab a plan, put it together, and then say, okay, at 60, this is looking great. I'm going to be fine to 90 because at 70, some things have changed and so on and so forth. Yeah, and that's one of the biggest mistakes I see with, with uh, individuals planning for retirement is they might have actually done a pretty good job in the very beginning when they retired and laid out a plan and, you know, given were given advice by an advisor. Yep, everything looks good. You're going to be comfortable. Yeah. 
and then they start on their way down the road, just spending and, and going, not looking back and comparing to the plan. Right. Yeah. True. And the unfortunate part of that is what happens in that first five to 10 years of the plan changes everything. Yeah. You know, I mean, just a little bit off here or there from you spending from the markets, from inflation, from taxes. Yeah. Changes the whole picture. So it, it's absolutely not a set it for getting. You have to revisit it every single year. Yep. Are we on track? What's changed, you know, and making sure things are able to continue down that road for 20, 30 years, whatever your retirement happens to be. Exactly. I mean, and sometimes those cookie cutters, you know, that's kind of the thing is you think I've got this little cookie cutter plan and I never really hear from anybody or I don't think about reaching anybody. So to me, you know, having a good relationship with an advisor where you can, uh, you know, have these conversations or you can ring them up and say, hey, Phil, you know, we did this. We did a thing, you know, how's it right. going to us, you know? <laughs> Uh, it kind of gives you that ebb and flow. So million bucks, that was the conversation today. If you're in San Francisco, I'm not going to last you too long. Not going to last too long. Uh, you know, if you're in all. LA or San Diego or Boston or DC, yep. probably still not going to get it done. It might even be a little tight in Chicago or Minneapolis and Detroit. They think it's going to be okay in Memphis, Memphis. Wound yeah. Up that was the, the amazing the part. Yeah. Memphis. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's the years. cheapest. Yep. Yeah. 45 uh, years, about 38,000 a year is what they're saying. Is, oh, is like this, cost, yeah, you know. maybe. I mean, I live in the sticks and I just, I don't think 38,000 a year would work. So yeah, that, that's a pretty meager retirement. I that's think, a pretty most, small so. number. Yeah. That's a lot of Whitland on the front porch. So that's right. <laughs> well, that's going to be our show this week, folks. Thanks for hanging out with us. A million dollars. Is that your magical number? Is it the right number? You know, find out for yourself, get on the calendar today, have a conversation with an advisor in your area or reach out to Phil 248 that's 248-888-7530. You can call anytime if you'd like to, or just stop by the website, philstaxhacks.com. You can book time with Phil that way, or you can learn more. You can check out past episodes, whatever you'd like to do, philstaxhacks.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher, YouTube, all that stuff. We'll see you next time. Phil, have a great week, my friend. You too, Mark. Phil? investment advisory services offered through AFS Wealth Management. The content of this program is provided for informational purposes only and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Investments and or investment strategies involve risk, including the possible loss of principal. There is no assurance that any investment strategy will achieve its objectives.